This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. My name is Chris Anselmo with Brookside Tax and Financial Group and also our our sister law firm, Anselmo & Company. So uh, with me is uh, Tony Shore. How are you doing, Tony? I'm doing great, Chris. Thanks for asking. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show today. Uh, just one Tony today instead yeah, of two. Just, yeah, Tony. The other Tony's uh, he's got a, another engagement. I, I think it's a doctor's appointment. Not not 100 sure, but sure. Uh, he's not here today. But uh, so we thought we'd change up when we talk about legal stuff today. So uh, I, um, many of you know I'm also besides the CPA, I'm also an attorney, and we really concentrate in uh, estate planning and elder care planning. Which elder care is elder care is basically from today until you die and estate planning is <laughs> yeah. after you die. Right. So, right. um, because a lot of people don't know what elder care means. So but you need to do both planning for both right you now. You do because yeah. you know, the critical issue is a little off topic for today, but is between now and death. Right. I mean, we, right. we'll have shows on that about what do you do for, you know, the big issue there obviously is, is long-term care and nursing home planning. And how do you, how do you pay for it? How do you, uh, avoid having spend down all your assets. So we can do a show on that. And, um, but today I thought we'd do the simple stuff. The simple stuff is, uh, most people, I wouldn't say most people, but I, I had some stat, I read somewhere that like 60 to 70% of people don't have wills. Wow. So just kind of, it's kind of a lot. So, you know, the will is yeah, just, we hear about it all the time. Yeah. Famous people die all the time oh, yeah, and yeah. you hear, Oh, they didn't have a will or. So you will. And you know, one thing, is your will is basically your directions, what to do with all your assets when, when you're no longer here. And the other thing is that your will doesn't do anything for you when you, before you pass away. So it really doesn't kick in until you pass away. So there are some items that we tell people that don't put in your will because normally the will, unless you give it to someone ahead of time, the will normally isn't read for, few weeks after after you're gone right i mean they have the funeral and all okay let's see what let's see what uncle george said to give uh give everybody um so a couple things a couple items i made a little list here um maybe i just question mr sure what do you think you should not put in your will um this is a new one for me i've never thought of i thought you put everything and anything you could in your will to make sure you're completely covered but i know that um you know, things that already have beneficiary designations, like right. certain financial accounts, uh, if you have life insurance, annuities, um, so the, yeah, other, that, other assets, those right. have beneficiary designations. So, that so, are, so that's one of them. So don't yeah. put beneficiaries of your IRAs and your life insurance and your maybe annuities in your will because the annuity or life insurance policy or IRA already has beneficiaries on them and they could be conflicting. Right. So, and, and those take precedent. And those take precedent. uh, So if I can write anything you want in the will, but if the beneficiary designation is different on uh, an account, then it's going to the beneficiary designation. Right. So 
um, unless you can prove some type of fraud, right? Or something. Right. We had yeah. we had a situation, and we actually brought a suit over it where the um, the person had had his daughters on his life insurance policy forever, and mm-hmm. somehow it got changed to his not even yet, basically his fiance, right? So, so you know, there was a lawsuit over it. We 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 got it resolved, but so that's one of them. But the first one I, I tell people is like, don't put your funeral or burial instructions in your will. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I did not know like, that. Well, you know, like we said earlier, oftentimes the will is in red or looked at a few weeks after the, after the services. Right. So, you know, you read the will and says, Oh, he didn't want to be cremated. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so so you need to communicate that with the, your loved ones, yeah, whoever's going to sure. take the, or, sure. or prepay it, uh, you know, go yeah. ahead and do your funeral arrangements. But sure. Of, oftentimes, uh, you know, if it says like, do not cremate me and then you cremated them, you know, it's the other way around. You can always dig them up and cremate them. Right. But <laughs> if you uh, cremate them, they said, I don't want to be cremated. So that's yeah. probably one of the first things. Uh, another one is organ donations. You know, organ donations need to be immediate. Right. I mean, they. Ah, I sense a trend here. Anything that's immediate uh, or needs to happen right away after you die, don't put in your Yeah, right. So organ donations, like the organs need to be fresh, right? So, you know, two weeks later and they said, oh, you should have gave my organs away. Like it's a little light, right? So um, so organ donations. And we, you know, there's a separate document for that, either your living will or your healthcare power attorney that you can normally, when we do a will, you'll have uh, issues like that. So you'll have documents that, that, say, um, and even most people, most states have a little um, uh, symbol on your license yeah. plate or licensed um, yeah. driver's, driver's license. license. Yeah. So if that's you're, taken if you, care of through your driver's license. Yeah. So yeah. if you're, uh, if you're in a car crash or something like that, then, um, and the other one is to maybe file it with uh, your doctor, your hospital. Um, so, sure. came. so we talked a little bit about our IRA designation. So for listeners out there, most people's IRAs, Anything with a beneficiary, let's put it this way, uh, to start, anything with a beneficiary is not going to be, um, is not going to go through your will. Your will is only designed to um, take assets that are stuck in the decedent's name and nobody else's names on them. So your wife's name's not on it, your, your kid's name, nobody, you're just, it's just an asset you have over there. Nobody else's name's on it. There's no beneficiary. There's no, nothing on it. So we need to get that asset out of that name. So anything that has a beneficiary designation um, is going to avoid um, the will, sure. but it could cause conflict. Cause if it says, look, I want my IRA to go to my wife and then uh, the IRA somehow lists my brother, um, right. you know, well, maybe, you never changed it before you got married, right? I mean, you got married and then, you know, before I was married, I had my brother on it, but now I got married. I should have put my wife on it. So, so that could, that could cause some issues. Um, Life support decisions. We talked a little bit about that, you know, whether or not you want to stay on life support that, that needs to be in a separate document because again, it's going to be too late if they have to find your will to do that. Um, um, Also times, um, Assets that are in a trust. So a lot of people use trust to avoid probate and things like that. So if you, um, if those assets are in the trust, the trust is going to govern where they go. And again, you could cause conflict if you say, look, I want my house to go to my brother, but in the, um, in the trust document, it says it goes to the kids. So 
if the house is in the trust, then it's going to go to the kids. If the house is not in the trust, it's going to go to the brother. So, I mean, certain assets like that, you just have to be careful with because um, um, we see that time and time. You, you don't really want to cause a conflict. And, and most of the conflicts work themselves out. But if you have adversarial people, um, you know. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. And you've seen it all. <laughs> I, I know you've seen people. Sure, sure a book fight and, you have yeah. a bestseller. Get rid of these, yeah. all these other books we have and just write uh, the, the horror stories of estate planning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, you hear you hear some of these horror stories, but I want to go back and ask. I have a question for sure. you, even for my own personal, my wife and I and and our family situation. You said if something needs to be delegated right away, uh, once right. you die, uh, like whether or not you're cremated or buried, um, uh, you know, do you want to be cremated or buried? Uh, do you want to be an organ donor? Um, things like that. You mentioned something else that was uh, time specific. Life what? support. Well, Life you, support. Yes, yeah. exactly. So those types of things, if you don't put them in your will, what, how do you communicate okay. those is there a document that yeah. will so, be looked at right away so the life support, support there's two documents at least here in ohio the one is a living will which i think is misnamed because people either think it's a will or they think it's a trust and it's it you need to get a different <laughs> different name for it but your living yeah. will is your direction to the doctor look doc if i'm ever terminally ill and permanently unconscious and i have no chance of recovery and the only thing that's mm -hmm. keeping me alive is the machines i'm telling you i don't want to i want you to pull the plug Right. Right. So the other document is a healthcare power attorney, which is kind of for everything else. You're you're sure. uh, you're in a car accident. Uh, they need to operate. Call my wife. She's on the other table. They're both you're both unconscious. Call my brother. Right. So that's usually called a healthcare uh, power attorney or healthcare directive. Yeah. So those are two separate documents in there. And you also um, there is uh, in Ohio, we have a another document where you can lay out your burial and show who's going to, who's going to have right to your body, like who's going to make sure. your burial decisions for you. So those are all separate documents um, that we, we have available. Um, and, you know, look, the other thing is, you know, make your intentions known before I, it really happened. These issues come up when people die early. Like mm -hmm. people are 93 years old. Like we already figured out what funeral home they're going to. They already prepaid it, that type of stuff. But people die unexpectedly. Um, that, that can cause issue. Where do you want to be buried? Do you want to be cremated? What, are, are you, are you Catholic? Are you, or what church are you going to go to that? Those types of things um, have to be uh, uh, or should be laid out. They don't have to be. Um, the other thing that we say uh, normally when you're either giving an asset away or you're, you're, you're giving, you don't need to describe why. Like, I'm giving twenty thousand dollars to my grandchild Betty. I'm not sure there's a Betty that's a grandchild. How about <laughs> Betty? <laughs> you went the wrong Elizabeth. way. How about Elizabeth? The grandmother's name yeah, right. is Betty. The grandchild's um, name is uh, uh, Heather. Yeah, em Emily. Or <laughs> right. So. And I'm giving it to her because she always called me on my birthday when I needed a ride in the car. She came and got me and, and I'm not giving it to uh, Susie because she never called me and uh, she, she was mean to me. And you, know, it, you don't need, you don't need all that in there. You want to give something to someone just said, look, I'm giving Emily $10,000. Right. right. Um, or if you want to disinherit someone and we've had this often either from um, uh, 
for whatever reason, right? You want to disinherit someone. You don't have to leave them a specific dollar amount. It used to be, you know, it used to be like, I'm going to leave them a dollar, right? Uh, because what happens then is I have to find that person and give them a dollar, <laughs> right? I mean, your will said, give them a dollar. So n- now what we just say, look, we're, we're disinheriting Tony Shore. Um, and you don't even have to put reasons. And some people say, look, I, I, it might be that I already provided for them during my life or they're, they're well off. They don't need my money and I'm going to give it to church. What? So, but try to keep the, um, the dirty laundry out of, out of, because what, what that can cause. It makes it, it hard on your, uh, what do you call it? Whoever is administrating. The- right. And what, and what it could cause, it could potentially cause a conflict. Well, grandma said you went over there every, the reason she's giving you the money is because you went over there yeah. every Christmas and the last three years you didn't go over there. So you probably shouldn't get the money. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And, and, um, those are probably the, the, the areas we see the most that probably shouldn't be included. Um, okay. So normally the things you want to include, um, yeah. What are the do's yeah. we've talked about the don'ts. Yeah. So the do's are look, you, you have to pick an executor, you know, so the executor yeah, that's is the, the word I was an executor. The, yes. the executor is the person who's going to, uh, administer the will and do what you tell them to do. So mm-hmm. like in my case, it's my wife. And then if he's not around, it's my brother. So I mean, ours, you know, ours will say, look, leave everything to our trust or leave everything to the children or, you know, but wills can be very detailed. Um, you know, I want, uh, I want my son to get my Rolex. I want uh, my daughter to get our paintings. I mean, sure. whatever it is. So um, now in some jurisdictions, you could put all that in a will or you can do it in a separate writing, you know, that that you can just give the exact. So you don't want to necessarily lay it all out in the will. You have to check with your jurisdictions. Um, so a lot of those uh, things you need to keep. So executors, who's a backup? Oftentimes people pick maybe their parents as their executor, but your parents are getting older and older and older, or you did the will 30 years ago and your parents are no longer there. So normally what happens is um, if there's no executor, then somebody's going to have to, if there's no executor left that's named, um, somebody would have to apply to become executor. Mm-hmm. And that is then, um, problematic you know are they relatives do they need to post a bond bonds are expensive or maybe it's just my phone keeps going off uh maybe somebody should um apply maybe the attorney will do it a lot of times the attorney uh, i don't want to say wants to do it or get stuck <laughs> stuck doing it you know one, one thing you know the judge has jurisdiction over us attorneys so you sure know, chris you've hundred you, you've handled 500 probate cases just you, i'm appointing you <laughs> yeah. So, Why do I have to be the executive? Well, I, yeah, I, I mean, because sometimes uh, it's just as much work in a small estate, you know, or more oh, work. Yeah. Oh, and I in know. A, you know, you could have yeah. a, a million dollar state that has one account, one house, and you could have a $30,000 state that has six bank accounts. Right. right. So, My wife's father passed away a year ago or a year and a half ago, and her sister became the executor. And I said, uh, Sarah, I said, you dodged a bullet because yeah, yeah. yeah. I never want to be anybody's yeah. executor. Or, or it's a lot of work. I mean, yeah. I mean, not to be selfish. If you love that person you want to make sure it's taken care of, I get it. But uh, people don't realize how much work that is. And it's a big responsibility right. and you and, don't want to make a mistake. And if, uh, you know, maybe when they n- named you at, at first, you lived in that state, you know, Tony, you live in Minnesota now. So, yeah. 
you know, and I'm in Ohio. So if I appointed you, like you're like, well, I'm not coming to Ohio. That's right. You know, so the same way I would always, I would definitely appoint you as my executor if we were in the same state. So you're just lucky I live in Minnesota. Well, just uh, make sure you die in the summer, (laughs) in the winter. (laughs) But uh, so, so, um, but you know, things like that. So, um, you know, so you got to, you know, be current. Um, the other one is, um, real estate. So oftentimes real estate, you may have real estate in Minnesota and a Cleveland. So who gets the Minnesota real estate, who gets the, the Cleveland real estate. Um, and some of the issues there is if you have, we usually, if you have assets in other States like that, sometimes we don't use wills to do that because, um, like the, the judge here in Ohio has no jurisdiction over the property in Minnesota. So um, we'd have to open up another probate in Minnesota just to handle that. So it, you know, gets, uh, and then most likely I'd have to find another attorney because I'm not licensed in Minnesota. So we'd have to find another, so it it could get complicated. Well, real estate gets complicated anyway. You know, it can be, you, you've told me some stories on, you've mentioned on past shows about how dealing with, you know, sisters who, you know, uh, were both on the house and both and the one was not on a bank. Oh yeah. yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just, you just, if you want to make it clean as possible, um, you know, issues you have with real estate is if, if some, like if the executor, could sell the real estate and then just divvy up the proceeds. But if it says like, I want my house to go to Tony Shore, that doesn't say sell the house and give right. the proceeds to Tony Shore, yeah. right? So uh, what if Tony Shore is, uh, uh, I want to say mentally incompetent. What if you're, what if Tony, what if Tony Shore is going <laughs> a little through, too close to home, <laughs> little too close no, but to what, home. What if, what if that person's going through a divorce? What if that, you know, what right. if something in their life's like, yeah. we can't give them the house right now. They got, they got, um, no, too, $200,000 in, I was going to say student loans, but those might be forgiven today, but <laughs> right. Yeah. That's you no. Know, what if you had a bunch of IRS debts and things like, so, yeah. so yeah. you got to be careful about that. Um, um, you know, who are the beneficiaries? Make sure you don't, again, we talked about IRA designations and, and assets that have designations. Um, you know, maybe you want to be consistent there, you know, yeah. and usually we don't even put those in because uh, those, um, have beneficiary designations, but sometimes, believe it or not, they don't have designations on them. Mm-hmm. So they get it, they end up getting paid to the estate. So, like, I could say my IRA goes to my daughter, and hopefully, my IRA at the Schwab or TD Ameritrade says has my daughter's name on it, but it has nobody's name on it. Then it's going to end up back in the estate. And then the estate would say, give it to my daughter. Right. So, if you are going to put those in there, you want to make sure they're consistent, right? So um, the other one is for uh, younger families is guardians for the children. Who's, you know, God forbid yeah, you guys die early. that's part di- of a living will. I remember my wife and I, when we first had kids, we did well, a living that will. Be, yeah, but that should be in your will. So oh, at least you're in Ohio. Will. So if yeah. you're, if you're, uh, if you have minor children and you die, you, you're, telling the court who you want yes. to be the guard. Yeah. It's our will. Yeah. I right. guess it was a will. Now, not a living um, will. now they don't have to honor that. This is like, well, first of all, the court doesn't have to honor anything. Right. So even if I point Tony Shore as my executor, the court could say, we're not appointing Tony Shore. So <laughs> we, we've so seen no, pictures. I mean, you know, 90% of the time they appoint whoever you say, but yeah. if they find out, look, 
he's out of town. He's uh, he's been through six bankruptcies. Like the judge, like we're not we're not getting involved in that. So nobody's the executor until we talked about solution. Nobody's the executor until the judge puts his little seal on the paper, says, "Okay, you're the executor." Same thing with the guardian. So if the um, if the person you name shows up to the guardianship hearing drunk and smelling like dope. He's probably not going to be the guardian, right? right. So, yeah. so, um, so you may, and he probably you, doesn't want to be the guardian. Yeah. If he's, <laughs> yeah. So, no, but I mean, for your children, right? Yeah. So, I know. I know. Yeah. So yeah. the, um, so basically, you're nominating who you want right. as the guardian, and you probably should have a backup too. Um, so that then the judge says, okay, we've interviewed this person. They seem, they seem kosher and um, okay. They're, they're the guardian. And then the guardians, a lot, a lot of responsibility because there's two steps of guardians for children. There's one, um, a guardian for the person. And there's something the guardian for, it's called the estate, but the money. So in our situation, when our kids were little, um, we had, my sister would take the children, but my brother would watch the money for the children. Right. Uh, so, sure. so you could separate those roles. Um, you know, you know, someone's better with money than, than, I. so yeah, my, my sister, I gotta I got love her, but we used to tease her when, she, when she was little, we, I think I mentioned this on another show. She, I mean, like, like four years old, right. She's like two nickels do not go in a dime. Right. Because you know, physically they're larger. Right. She would, she would not believe that two nickels are in a dime. Right. So, so like, you've, okay. you've, because of that, four years old, she's never watching the money. <laughs> she's a brilliant, still you know, she's that got her master's. Her? She's a teacher. She's, she's, a, uh, really maybe, smart. maybe, uh, maybe she's, uh, you know, you shouldn't, uh, judge her ability to handle money based on what she said when she was four. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but we, we've teased her for that, you know, for uh, oh, yeah. 50 some years. So that's too bad. Um, your poor sister. Yeah. The other thing is, uh, uh, digital assets. Like, do you, mm. you know, who gets all your Netflix accounts? Who gets all your, I mean, all those things that are digital, like how does, how do you get those over to those people? So, yeah. And um, people might think, what? That's not, yeah, no there, big deal. there's but a whole nowadays. There's a, yeah. There's a more. whole, um, there's like a uniform digital assets law now that we, we, we deal wow. with. So we put them in because what would happen is you would say, okay, Tony, you're getting my, um, my U S bank account. Right. And you go to the bank and they're like, well, they didn't say we can give you the password. I can have the money, but I can't open up the account. So crazy things like yeah. that have happened, like even with power of attorney. So now we in our power of attorney, so the power of attorney is why you're alive, right? So the power of attorney says, look, Tony, you have access to my bank account, but they wouldn't give them the, the access codes, right? Because now we have a provision in there since this digital asset thing came about that yes, they can give them the, the codes to get in, right? And, and, it, and that happened with HIPAA laws too. So, you know, the living will would say, look, uh, Tony, I'm allowing you to pull my plug. Mm -hmm. But then they said, but it didn't say you could look at his, his records. Like, what? I could kill him, but I can't look at his records? No, we need another provision. So we have another document yeah. that says you can go look at the records because maybe Chris didn't want you to know why he died. Right. So right. it's just, it's just crazy stuff out there. So, uh, so appointing executor is important. Um, 
if you're going to disinherit someone, just, you know, and we don't need all the back, we don't need all the backstory of why you're giving people assets. Um, and uh, tell people where the original is. Um, like we, you know, we have, we bought this bank building. We have, we have a bank vault, like, you know, walk in huge closet. That's a bank vault. So we've been keeping all of the original wills because people tend to lose them or people can't find them. They have to go, you know, the house is a mess and they're hoarding or they, or they have a safe deposit box yeah, and some are still, yeah. I mean, look, I've been in hoarder houses. It, it's not pretty. So, um, so like on our documents on the last page, it says the original is retained by our law office at this location. So if they have a copy, they know where the original's at. So, because if we can't find the original, that's another, it's just another process. Now we have to find the witnesses, bring them, bring them to the court and prove that the, they signed this document because the presumption is if you can't find the original is that the person tore it up or got rid of it. Right. Right. So, um, so, and that happens that, well, if there's no original, and you can't find we can use the copy if we go through this procedure, but if you can't find anything, then we have to go by the statute of who gets what. Right. Yeah. So it's, it could get, uh, it could get pretty messy. So those are wow. any questions. Okay. We're 20 minutes into this. Any questions or anything that you want me to clear up for the listeners? Uh, no, I think you laid it out really well. And especially uh, those, uh, you know, the don'ts are interesting. I don't think we normally hear about that. So that was the unique take uh, the first half of the show talking about what not to put in a will. I mean, can you um, imagine if you cremated the guy and he didn't want to be cremated? Yeah, that would Oops. you wouldn't want to know about it <laughs> at that point. Yikes. Yeah. 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 So but I, but that's interesting. And then and then I think the most important things to know are what you should include, you know, missing, having some of these things in place uh, right. regarding real estate and beneficiary designations. And we've talked about these things before, but I don't think you can drive home the point enough, Chris, yeah. and, uh, and, how important you know, the other thing this is, is. Just look, you've worked all your life for all these. This is not the time to like do it yourself. Right. Yeah. Hey, yeah, exactly. It's, it's not like you're cutting the lawn. And it'll grow again tomorrow and you and you can cut it next week. I mean, yeah. You mess up the you mess this up, it's big issues. Especially even a you, bad haircut will grow out yeah. eventually. So I need, I give, that, yeah, give that give no, that I do too. Give that uh number again. It's rolling across the screen before our listeners uh read off that number that so they can our, call our, for a complimentary our, strategy session. Yeah, so our law office number is 216-485-1040. So, you know, just like our famous All tax right. returns. So I like eight, that. 216-485-1040. Uh, come in. It, you know, it doesn't cost us not to talk to us, uh, and especially for our clients. Um, yeah. Look, you just got you got to get this done. I mean, between yeah. now and the end, yeah, you got to get it done. And, and, pe uh, and people who say they have plenty of time. You know, yeah, you never know. Lots of people have said oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Prince I mean, said I mean, that. And I mean, I had a friend who's a brother. 60 years old a couple of weeks ago just dropped out of a heart attack. You know, 60 is not that old anymore. No. Considering it's right around the corner. That's way young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you and I are are pushing it a little I'm bit. I'm pushing it like I'm pushing it like in two months. So uh, oh wow, yeah, You're gonna have so, a big one in two months. Yeah, so uh, I'll have to get out the black all black suit. 
<laughs> that's what we'll do. We'll, party. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll do one on my birthday. We'll just we'll, everyone <laughs> everybody in black. maybe we'll even turn off the lights. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so everyone, uh, look forward to talking to you next week. Uh, that's it for our show, and we'll uh, we'll see you then. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.